First Class Fatherhood. That is where Alec Lace comes in with his popular podcast. And one of the most interesting was on a podcast. Alec Lace interviews high-profile fathers from actors to NFL players with a vision to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life. Welcome, everybody, to episode 722 of First Class Fatherhood. I am happy and honored, as always, to be here with you guys. Thank you for stopping by. Today, I will be joined by Fox News White House correspondent Peter Ducey. Peter Ducey joins me on the podcast today. He had his first child back in February of this year. Young dad, honored to have him on the podcast today. And Peter Ducey has had some legendary moments in the briefing room with Jen Psaki and Karine Jean-Pierre, both of President Joe Biden's press secretaries. And let's be honest, Peter Ducey is the only one really in the White House that is really pressing President Joe Biden on any questions, whereas we saw with President Trump, he was pressed by just about every correspondent in the room. A lot of the ones that you see now are throwing uh, predetermined questions that he calls from on a predetermined list, or they're hitting them with softball questions. Uh, Peter Ducey has been going right after him. It's making for some great going after President Joe Biden, but also some great banter between uh, him and Jen Psaki, I think was a little bit, I enjoyed that a little bit more than I do with him and Karine Jean-Pierre. I think him and uh, Jen Psaki had a good uh, rivalry going there in the briefing room. It was a lot of fun to watch. Well, Peter Ducey now takes on that role of fatherhood. We're going to talk about that and so much more. Honored to have him here. Peter Ducey joins me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Peter Ducey was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So you're going to watch today's conversation between the Fox News White House correspondent and myself. Please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. Link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, now I've had a number of Fox News dads join me here on the podcast, including Peter Ducey's father, Steve Ducey, who joined me here last year. He was here on episode number 610, if you want to flip back to that one. Other Fox News dads that have joined me here on the podcast include Sean Hannity, Jesse Waters, Pete Hegseth, Will Kane. Well, Pete Hegseth and Will Kane, those are two guys I just swam across the Hudson River with. Uh, it was an amazing experience, but it was cool to see Pete and Will out there in the middle of the Hudson on top of the barges doing the pull-ups and the push-ups the whole bit. Uh, both of them have been on the podcast here, as well as Brian Kilmeade, Stuart Varney, Ben Hall. Charles Payne, and many others. So go through the archives of First Class Fatherhood. You'll find all the Fox News dads that have stopped by the podcast here. And I know a lot of you dads, a lot of you parents out there, this has been a, a tough week for a lot of you guys or the last couple of weeks having to move your kids to college or move them back to college. Always a little bittersweet, I would imagine. I'm not there quite yet. My oldest is going to be a senior in high school here starting just a couple of weeks. But if you haven't moved your son or your daughter into college yet and you're looking to help them out with their dorm room, get over to MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell's got a big, huge blowout sale for the college move that's perfect. The MyPillow, the Giza Dream Sheets. And I'm telling you what, if you want to do your kid a favor and tell them how much you love them, get them this mattress topper to take with them to the dorm room or to their little apartment that they got to move into, whatever it may be. Get them this mattress topper. It's the best product, in my opinion, on the MyPillow website. It It is an absolute banger. It will change the way they sleep. Get your kids a comfortable sleep all year long this college semester. Get them the mattress topper. Also, a whole bunch of other products there. You know about the slippers, the bathrobes, the towels, the whole bit. Get over to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code FATHERHOOD, and you're going to save up to 66% off on your entire order. Get over there right now, MyPillow.com. 
promo code fatherhood save up to 66 percent on your entire order all right be sure you guys follow me on instagram at alec underscore lace for all the upcoming guest announcements got some great ones coming soon also follow me on rumble first class fatherhood on rumble where i produce the alec lace show where i jump into all the politics and news affecting parents in america today i just yesterday on the show had representative misha mayner who represents the 56th district in Georgia. She recently switched from the Democrat Party to the Republican Party. It was a really interesting conversation. Go check it out. Other guests on there, some of of which you have heard right here on this podcast, have joined me over there, including Dr. Ben Carson, Sean Parnell, and so many others. So go check it out. The Alec Lay Show over on Rumble on the First Class Fatherhood page. And let's do this. As always, please help me spread the word about today's podcast. Every father in your neighborhood and your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. You guys know it. Every day is Father's Day right here. And here comes my interview straight up with Peter Ducey on First Class Father. Joining me now, First Class Father, Peter Ducey. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Good to be here. Well, it's an honor to have you on here. Let's start like this. How many kids do you have? How old are they? Just the one. Uh, Bridget, she is almost seven months old. Yeah, and, and congratulations on that. Are you guys uh, in in the works here for number two, or you're one and done? Uh, maybe someday. Maybe someday. Just the one for now. Yeah, very cool. And uh, did you guys did you guys find out you were having a girl? Did you wait to the end? Uh, did you find out when she was born? Uh, we did find out, and uh, it was a big secret. The whole thing was a big secret that I somehow managed to keep even though I was uh, up with my dad at an Elton John concert in New Jersey between the time that we found out uh, and the time that we could tell anybody. So it was a big secret, but the best kind of secret. Yeah, very cool. So, so far here, about seven months in, how has, how has becoming a father kind of changed your perspective on life? You know, it's changed my perspective because a lot of the issues that we talked about and talk about all the time, when there are issues of policy, like here at the White House and the White House briefing, when you're with the president, I've always known that they are important and I've understood why they are important, but I've never really felt why they are important personally. And so a lot of the big things, no matter what it is, uh, having an almost seven month old kid, I know that 20 or 30 or 40 years from now, the things, the decisions that are being made at this White House at this moment are going to affect her as a kid, as a college student, as an adult, as a parent herself someday. And so I I think my perspective has changed in that way. Um, I'm not just asking for me or for my audience. I'm asking for my kid. Yeah, really well said, Peter. And, you know, that's one of the things I do focus on this show a lot is the is the fatherless crisis that we do have going on in our country where, you know, we focus on all these other political issues. But if we don't get more dads back in the home and strengthen our nuclear family units in this country, I think no matter how many things you try to change, uh, I think if we don't have that foundation of the family, I don't really think you're going to really change too much. I think you're just running around in circles. And and we know how important that is. And my wife and I are lucky enough where we both have uh, very demanding jobs, but we are both able to get a ton of time with our daughter, whether it's, uh, you know, if somebody has to work really early in the morning, we'll get the afternoon. Or if somebody has to work late into the night, 
that person gets the morning. And so we we really make an effort to spend as much time with her as possible because I she's never going to be this young again. Yeah, I know it. And so that was my next question was going to be, how has it been so far for you balancing being the White House correspondent for Fox while being being a dad? It's it's been an adjustment for sure. But my wife has been really, really great about taking on more of the load, especially if I have to travel with the president. Um, But as long as I can get home before bedtime and uh, kiss Bridget goodnight, it's it's a good day. Yeah, very cool. And I did have I had your father on the show here last year, just about this time last year, and asked him about. I'll play this clip here so my listeners can see. Obviously, your son Peter has been crushing it uh, with his position as a White House correspondent, uh, following in your footsteps. He's at Fox with you. We got a father-son duo going on there. So, what has it been like for you as a dad uh, to watch your son, uh, you know, become a White House correspondent, do such a great job that he's doing? Right. You know, um, Alec. What What's crazy is even though. I've known him for 33 years. Kathy and I will be here in the house and we'll be watching Brett Baer's special report show at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And sometimes you, you know, we're watching and there he pops up from the North Lawn of the White House and he's talking and then he's talking to the president and he's talking to the other people. And then at the end of it, I'll think that was a good story. Wait a minute. That's our kid. Can you believe that's our kid? And, uh, you know, he's, he's got a, a great job and he does well because he's got a natural curiosity and he asks interesting questions that nobody else asks. So, you know, he, he's doing well and we couldn't be prouder. And ultimately, when it comes to Father's Day, I think, you know, everybody's proud of their kids when they do stuff. When you realize, you know what, I think my kids were paying attention when they were growing up because... I can see something in them that they got from me or they got from my wife uh, or they got from somebody in our family. And and that means a lot because it's it's all about legacy. Yeah, it was so cool to have him on uh, on the podcast here. Now, what lessons did you kind of get from your father? Number one, about journalism and number two, of course, uh, about fatherhood. Well, uh, the importance of being there. I was lucky to have a dad who worked on a morning show which meant that he was never there during breakfast, but he was always there when I got home from school. Every single day, the whole time that he was doing Fox and Friends, uh, I would come home, whether it was from practice or from debate club or from whatever it was, and my dad would always be there, and we would have an opportunity to spend a lot of time together. And uh, in in terms of what I would have learned kind of then about journalism – the news was always on. Um, it wasn't the, the same kind of a cycle now where you're getting stuff on your phone and on TV at the same time. It, it Things were a little bit delayed. Uh, at, and every single night, at, we would have dinner at about 6.30, and we would have the 6.30 newscast on. And as a kid, to understand uh, or to kind of just get caught up on what's happening in the world, I think that has benefited me a lot because uh, when you start this job in your 20s, there are people who were uh, who were on the same beat who were actually covering this story that I was listening to while I was having my second helping of mashed potatoes during a growth (laughs) spurt sophomore year of high school. Uh, So you got to know. And so I I think that was the ultimate 
uh, master class uh, for this job. Yeah, very cool. Have you brought your daughter to the White House yet? Has she made a White House her first White House appearance yet? I she has not made a White House appearance yet, but when she does, it will be it will be widely covered. You know, and you know, I wanted to ask you about that too. I remember I have four kids. My oldest will be a senior in high school this year, but I remember the first time being left alone with my son, or the first time I went out of the house alone with him. What was that experience like for you? Like the first time that you were alone with your daughter, or you had to go out or travel with her. Uh, what was that like for you? A little nerve wracking. Uh, the travel, especially because um, it's one thing to hold her, but to then put her into a car seat. There's nobody there from the store to say, <laughs> oh, the the car seat is buckled on right. Uh, it, you just have to kind of make sure yourself. Uh, so I think that was the most nerve wracking part. But I, I, we've been really lucky because we have a very sweet daughter. Uh, she really, she's very curious at uh, uh, just about the world around her and she's always laughing. And so that makes it a lot easier. Uh, if I hear her laughing, I know that I haven't totally uh, messed anything up that day. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you, man, I remember my wife and I looking at each other the first time we left the hospital with our oldest son, our first son, and we looked at each other and it's like, that's it. Like they just give you the bag and they say, good luck. And that's it. You're on your own. You know, it's, it's really is a little overwhelming at the moment. Uh, and yeah. And we had the, we had the, um, the that, the moment that we had when they handed up the baby, it was the first week of February, and the car had been parked outside first week of February in uh, the D.C. area. Um, my wife and the baby were waiting at the front of the hospital for me to bring the car around. Uh, you don't think about how cold the car gets <laughs> before you're going <laughs> to stick a baby in, and it, and it takes a couple minutes to heat it up. And it's like, okay, well, has the car heated up enough? Uh, what is the temp? What is the internal temp of the car at this moment? Uh, what's it going to feel like for a baby who's only ever been, uh, you know, in a hospital setting? And so, uh, we, it was, it was a quick, uh, a quick crash course in climate control. That it is. <laughs> it is. The baby's 72 hours old, and here it is. You're on your own, putting her in the car and taking him uh, home. It's, it's a wild, wild experience. And then on that here, uh, you being a dad, what would you consider, Peter, to be the top values that you hope to instill in your daughter growing up? I hope that she is just always respectful of everybody that she comes to meet. And I hope that uh, I would say I hope that she's always respectful of everybody that she comes to meet. And I I know that she will be. Yeah, good stuff. And I, I know for me, too, I know when you're uh, dating or you're married and without kids, it's one different experience. But then becoming parents, it definitely changes the dynamic of the relationship. It did. You know, uh, my wife and I are totally different people than we were when we first met. So what has it been like for you to watch your wife take on that role of motherhood and become a mom? What has that experience been like for you? Uh, she is the best mom. And that's no surprise. I think the biggest adjustment for us is uh, compared to when we were dating or when we uh, were engaged or first married without a baby. It's just we have to make sure that we have a good plan laid out, not just, a, oh, well, it might be nice to do this. It might be nice to go to this restaurant. It's uh, we are very good now about uh, we have a shared calendar and different things go in there, whether it's something for the baby to do, something for us to do so that we know who's going to be there 
because it, the most important thing right now is that one of us is there for as much time as possible. Yeah, very well said. And uh, last thing I want to hit you with here, Peter, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice would you have for that other new dad that's out there or for that about to be father who's out there listening? I just have a baby that sleeps through the night because uh, <laughs> we have had luck with that and it makes things a lot easier. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. Been on for me. I got to say, Peter Ducey, your first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thanks, Alec. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. Please visit www.firstclassfatherhood.com to find out more details. You can order First Class Fatherhood advice and wisdom from high-profile dads on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Proverbs 22.6 tells us, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will never depart from it. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.